All right, we are coming to you from the mobile studio in West Melbourne, Florida at the beach-themed pine table. I am solo in the house today. We've got Jameson coming to us from Greenville, South Carolina. Howdy, howdy. And How's the it breezy down there? Uh, it's breezy. It's good. And we got the Antiques Roadshow coming to us from where, fellas? Oh, oh, us. Oh, <laughs> Fancy, thought that fancy suburban Mark had had uh, autopilot. No, no, I got the the least fancy one. Ah, gotcha. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. Continue. No, we we didn't have anything other than just <laughs> uh, you know trying to respond to the uh, degradation that was <laughs> the aspersion that was cast by. Uh, Mr. Benjamin ticket calling us the antiques roadshow. I just, I think it's, we're so old we didn't even get it. We're like, what's he fucking talking about? I just realized. I think it's, I think it's, it's jealousy. Oh, it could be manifestation of a little bit of jealousy. Why wouldn't it be jealousy? Well, we're out having the, you know, top of our life. Yep. And I'm... (laughs) <laughs> Sitting here in fishing Mecca, not catching fish. Have you been out fishing lately, Ben? Uh, no. Oh, gosh. We've been fishing this stuff every fucking day. Yeah. Last, what? Two weeks? Just about. The, um, yeah, it's, just about. Exactly. It's, it's been fun to watch. I'm glad y'all are having a good time. <laughs> well, uh, I guess let's uh, roll it back and start. Uh, I don't even know when the last podcast uh, what, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, something like that. That was uh, 96. So what, we're on 97. 97. Episode 97. Episode 97. We're closing in on a hunch of official count, not with all the other stuff that's mixed in. Uh, so kind of exciting. Uh, probably not worthy of an invite to the wanna um, swap meet up uh, in right. Marsh. Yep. But uh, yeah, they've got a Captain for Clean podcast that's going to be there doing a live show. So I'm mm-hmm. sure that's going to be pretty exciting for some people. Um, you know, we, we've been doing uh, many of the days that we've been traveling. On the road, uh, in the land yacht, we uh, have always tried to put out there that, you know, we're land yachting for the day, and if you have any questions, we'll answer them. And, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of questions kind of behind the scenes. Oh, yeah. Our story of, you know, no, we're not coming to the, 
the Guana thing. Uh, we didn't even really know that much about it. Um, so, like, a lot of people sent us the flyer. Um, you know, it, it's that's a little too curated for us. Um, we we kind of like the, uh, I don't know, more organic, more genuine yeah. uh, kind of event. So, it's not to say that their event's not going to be fun for some people. It's just probably not up our alley. No. And, uh, we don't typically say yes to uh, showing up places where they're like, oh, yeah, we forgot. We should probably invite batting cleanup. Yeah, batting uh, being called up from the minor leagues. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> that's where we're at. In, uh, like, today's question and answer session on the road, uh, and then there's been uh, some fun, uh, what do they call those, inside jokes, uh, some, some questions that are pretty funny that a couple of people hit us with, but it's really helped pass the time oh, yeah. uh, tremendously, and uh, we're very thankful for uh, folks that on uh, you know, Instagram took us up on our invitation to ask us nonsense so we can skew some nonsense um, I mean today we've been on the road what uh, uh, five, five hours five and a half hours now uh, a little break uh, now we're back on the road again so uh, Vince probably sitting there going dude I do that every day <laughs> <laughs> You, you cut shit? out a little bit right as you said Ben's probably sitting there. Okay. Oh. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, five, five hours is, uh, you know, that's, that's a short day's work for us traveling folk. Yeah. Listen, Navigator. <laughs> well, we're, we're not quite to the halfway point in our journey today, so you can back that shit up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> so, uh, I know what I want. I want to get your all's impressions. Enough of me hammering. Uh, has anybody heard anything from, uh, like, the whole confluence just went down earlier this week, right? Or late last week. Late last week. Late last week. Has anybody heard, like, what's the new you can't live without stuff that came from confluence? I have not. Not a peep. I haven't heard anything. I haven't seen anything on social media. No, no cutting edge rods. Like no, no. We just want best new, you know, full wells grip in the industry. (laughs) Here's my trophy. Nothing. Like it's been radio silence. I, it's got to start feeling tired for people. Well, I mean, just you know, it's just curious to me that they went through the trouble of rebranding it. Yeah. And did they even like create a Instagram profile for Confluence I, so that they could be like reporting what's going on and what's been exciting, what to look forward to? I don't believe so. I haven't. The only thing I've seen that's even told me that it happened was somebody winning one of the like iron flies. 
Yes. And that, oh. that's the only reason I even knew it happened. That was Britta Fordyce. Uh, yes. She's been, uh, I think that was her third time entering the uh, Ironfly. And uh, she's come close a couple times. And this time she won it, which is pretty awesome. I've been following her for years, dude. She's yeah, she ties some amazing stuff. trying a new tactic they're gonna try to like keep it mysterious so that way people really like you gotta be there they, they gotta, gotta get go their to notes up. yeah <laughs> yeah they, they probably have like big bolton yep. saying don't you fucking post anything a, on social media yeah. well, well so you what, have to sign an nda well, so what you're mm-hmm. saying is it's been going so good for rl winston not telling <laughs> anybody about why their rods are still available from uh, the warehouse store online that uh, maybe after thought it was a, a good model to follow from a public relations standpoint of just just ignore it, put your head in the sand, <laughs> don't say anything. I mean, maybe send an email to some of the uh, owners of some specialty fly shops and like give them some kind of nebulous bullshit email that kind of sort of doesn't fucking explain shit <laughs> uh, and definitely don't tell the public about it um, and you know what let's stop answering the phone too because not only are they calling us asking about our fly rods repair being like six months behind they're calling us and asking if they can get hot dogs with their new fly rods <laughs> so yeah I, I would say that if, if after has chosen to do the uh, takeaway model for confluence, probably missing the mark. Right. That's just me. You know, uh, might work for the curated crowd. You know, they're all on the inside. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think the real folks out here rather, like, actually have some transparency and, like, hear what's going on and you know, why should we want to go? Why would we want to be members of AFTA? Why would we want to go to their confluence shows? Those kind of things, you know. Show me the hype, baby. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. True. That's fair. Well, I, I think up next on the uh, you know, agenda would be Jameson. Finally, got in a road trip. Yeah, Jason, tell us about your trip out west, man. Yeah, yeah. So calling in from the last uh, last episode, we had actually just made base camp out there in the the Bozeman Mecca, uh, where drift boats and fly rod uh, vaults are plentiful. <laughs> I think it was like one out of every ten cars had either a fly rod vault on the top of it or a drift boat in tow behind it 
nice. Now, did you happen to see the, the high rollers with the big skybox? Who makes the big skybox? Which which one is that? Big, big, big skybox. That's the one that's like diamond plate. It's... Uh, big skybox. Yeah. They had oh, one oh. for sale on Marketplace here like two weeks ago. And clearly whoever had it for sale let it get dunked underwater. And it was orange inside. Not because of any liner. <laughs> just the sheer amount of rust. And it was like a hundred bucks. Oh. That's oh, wow. fine. It's just surface rust. You just need to oil it. It's like a cast iron. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Season your rod vaults, Submerse people. It. Submerse it in some <laughs> lye. Look at that statement. Um, <laughs> it's horrible. I, I might Sorry. have Sorry. seen one or two of those. No, you're good. It might seem like we have Tourette's in this episode because Mark and I are going to be like, oh my God, check this out. That's just car talk. We forget that we're doing a podcast for a second. Anyway, uh, as you were saying, uh, there's drift boats, a plentiful. There's rod vaults, a plentiful. Um, There's fly shops, a plentiful. We went into a handful, and Uh they all had very similar selections of everything. the only thing oh, really? that is maybe Did more plentiful than the fly the fly shops, the rod vaults, and drift boats would be the the dispensaries. Mm. Oh, yeah. I think dispensaries up there are the new they're they're the new uh, breweries. Are are they like Colorado where they they all have green cross instead of red cross? Yeah. Yeah, it's like their logo. It's like oh. Yep. Uh, it's not a hospital, ladies and gentlemen. It's <laughs> Mop Pit Devil Lettuce down there in the corner store now. <laughs> so, so uh, did you uh, partake in the Devil's Lettuce while you were out there? Nope, we ended up. Uh, <laughs> we're not, you're good. We, we ended up passing on that. We were too busy trying to fish. Gotcha. So that day that we had the, yeah, the day that we had the last podcast, we, we kind of just got everything set up because we, we hit the drive pretty hard. Um, took us a couple days to get out there. So did the podcast till about noon and then went into town and got some, you know, some flies, went over to one of the fly shops, um, over in Ennis or Enos or however the hell you say it. I still can't it's figure Ennis. it out. Ennis. Ennis. It's a silent beat. It's a silent beat. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we ended up scheduling for a, a float with them on uh, on Monday. We arrived on Thursday evening. We did the, the podcast on Friday. And then uh, so Saturday we went into the shop. and Or no, Friday we went into the shop and went around and um, – Got everything scheduled, so didn't do do a ton of fishing on Friday. Saturday was the father-son rivalry football game, where I yeah. hate to say it that uh, Montana State whooped Stetson's butt, which was expected. It's but you weren't there, so what was that's the, right. What, what was the cost of said bet? Uh, I'm not sure. I never got the numbers from the coaches. I really wanted to get get that number, but I haven't heard it yet. 
nothing i don't we 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 didn't do uh anything like that I, there was no chance of stetson winning okay. so okay. yeah <laughs> i got you sorry there was no no major loss for the stetson loss i knew it was going to happen but uh you know, still still had hope yeah, always 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 but um so uh it was really awesome it was I was really taken aback. We actually met your friend, Mark uh, um, Grant, yeah, who we were going to go out with on a float a little bit later. We met him at the tailgate. And I got to tell you, yeah. gentlemen, if you're ever in Bozeman in the fall and there's a home football game, I would highly recommend it. Even if you don't like football, just go to the tailgate. Every, <laughs> every crowd of tailgate. Yeah, every crowd of tailgate we walked past, everybody was like, hey, come have a beer. Thanks for making the trip, you know, because we were all dressed out in Stetson stuff. You know, thank oh, thankfully, nice. everybody was nice. Nobody was an asshole to us, which I was expecting a little bit of, you know. But, like uh, yes, yeah, we didn't, we were definitely not in Philadelphia. <laughs> so... But, uh, but yeah, highly, highly recommend going to the game and met up with Grant before the game and hung out at his tailgate. He had yeah, the killer, killer setup. Oh, yeah. And uh, Warriors of Quiet Waters actually had a booth out there. It was oh, yeah? uh, Military Appreciation Day at the, oh, uh, nice. at the football game, and they actually got recognized at halftime. That's awesome. For their work with uh, the veterans. Yeah. So they had a, a Huey flyover. Somebody was kind of a big deal. Yeah. Quiet water. This would be the old mark. Yeah. A name drop? No. No, wow, I got scared. <laughs> so um, there was a flyover? Yeah, there was a, an old Huey that flew over. They actually flew over twice. But oh. uh, the the first ticket, or the, the tickets we got, sorry, we got tickets in the stands and then we ended up getting sideline passes from some of the coaches that I still know. Uh-huh. The, the tickets that we got were in the Southwest corner of the end zone and at the very top of the stadium. So like <laughs> it was, it, it was kind of cool actually. Cause you were like up, up tall, you could see the entire stadium, but you could also see the mountains and you could see the helicopter coming. And man, he came flying in, had the bay door open with the American flag hanging out. It was, it was oh, killer. Yeah. And, and uh, then, like at one point, like you took in the uh, opening ceremonies up up at the nosebleeds, uh, or in this case, up in the America section. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then when did you go down and? Uh, walk around and uh, slap ass. We, we stayed uh, up there probably midway through the second corner quarter. We went down and got a bite to eat and then hung out until halftime. And then after halftime, we decided to go down on the field, which was a nice. great choice on our point because it was deathly hot up there in that, that oh, top really? right corner. Oh, yeah. The sun was out. It was a, a warm day out there. 
and uh, we were both sort of feeling the effects of the sun. But uh, down on the field, it was kind of nice, cooler. Uh, you could find pockets of shade as the sun was setting. Mm-hmm. So, so how was the uh, how's the stadium situation out there? And also, like, you know, does do they serve beer out there in the West at their stadiums? I can confirm the one chant that we would have had about it is that we serve beer because they did not serve beer at this stadium. Oh, oh man. Wow. Uh, I mean, when I was going to school at UT, there, it was, you know, dry games. You know, you had to sneak your liquor in. They certainly weren't true. selling beer. But now in the SEC, or at least in UT, you can buy, you can buy a big old beer right there at the stadium so i'm just curious if it's you know something's happened all over the country yeah we at stetson used to not be able to get them but then they started that back in 2018 i think is when they first started selling beer right right. um it's definitely a, a, a becoming trend but i guess in montana there's so little no dispensary in the stadium either, so you know. So I guess that you know, it's just it's just smart, you know, because if everybody had the beer, you could have like no restriction on like how many people can come to the game. Because even though people aren't wearing masks, they have their face into the cup most of the game. Mm-hmm. So it acts <laughs> as a refreshment and a way to keep everybody safe. <laughs> I like that. I never thought of it that way. Absolutely. No. Well, you know, glad that you got to hang out with me today and experience my fucking knowledge. Awesomeness. And, uh, awesomeness. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Mic drop. So. <laughs> so what? The, uh, what uh, with, with the vision, like uh, poppers. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so the the day of the game, we kind of were, you know, uh, focused on doing that. We came back and, you know, went went to bed early and um, got up the following day, which would have been Sunday. And we did some some fishing on foot uh, there just south of town in the Gallatin River um, in the canyon stretch. There's a lot of public access um, pull-offs on the side of the road, um, things like that. So, and it was a pretty decent-sized, I guess, in, in certain areas it would get real wide, but then it also get, you know, deep and, and big bouldery. Um, so we found a stretch that we liked, and we drove the whole thing, pulled off, um, rigged up, waited out, throwing hopper droppers. And uh, I think in the first you know, five casts that I hooked into a pretty decent rainbow for my standards, which is, you know, probably yeah. average for a lot of other people, but I was pretty impressed with it. Um, and I was like, all right, okay, I get it. And then, yeah, hooked into that one, hooked into a couple more, a couple decent sized ones, nothing huge, um, you know, 10, 12, maybe into the low teens, but nothing, you know, super crazy. Um, right. But still, really good to be able to, like, you know, we went to the fly shops and asked for fly recommendations, obviously. But to of be able course. to rig it up and, and go and cast out and, you know, make make the connection work and be, you know, be told correctly that the fly choice about everything. 
So um, that was really good. The old man was struggling the first day a little bit. I don't know if his fly selection was not right or he just wasn't fishing the right water. But um, we ended it was up, a fly. Because I, I, I hooked into probably. <laughs> That's a good excuse. I like that. 12 to 18, 18 fish the first day. I think he caught one or two. And like after, after six or seven, I was like, okay, we got it. Let me, let's switch setups here. You throw mine. I'm going to re-rig that one. And he was adamant <laughs> about not, not changing it. And I'm not but finally, it. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I finally talked him into it and he ended up catching a couple. So we it made up for it, but, uh, but yeah, it was good. We we spent most of the afternoon out just doing solo stuff, bouncing from spot to spot. Um, ended up getting a couple eats on the dry fly on the big hopper, which was super cool. I'm a very nice. I'm a dry fly purist, so no, you're <laughs> no euro nymphing in my house. Oh, I don't believe in that? No, not a nymphing. No. Yeah. I can do a dry dropper, I can do a hopper dropper, but don't bring no dang quadruple nymph, euro nymph, <laughs> tight line bullshit me. Uh, That's just a fly fishing version of a sabiki rig. <laughs> basically. <laughs> Let me show you what flies you know. No, I brought a sabiki rig, I'm good. I mean, it is essentially the same principles as Tenkara. I'm just going to throw it out there. Euro-nymphing and Tenkara are eerily similar. Yes. Well, I wouldn't know. I was never into the, uh, never been into the dark art. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, me neither. Me neither. Don't worry. I, oh, it oh, just, yeah, oh. I've, I've observed. <laughs> I've read things about that once or twice, like in a doctor's <laughs> office. Uh, <laughs> because some old magazines, I don't really know. But, uh, so how many days did you guys ultimately end up out there fishing together? Because your schedule has been so frenetic over the last, yes. you know, couple weeks, month, whatever. It's like, oh shit, he just popped up and he's not even in the country. Oh, there he is again. He's out west. Whoa, shit. <laughs> now he's down at St. Pete. Like, I, I gave up, like, yeah. My geotag that I put on your backpack apparently got lost by PSA or something, so I had no idea. Oh, don't worry. I shook that hour number one. Can't track me at all, man. Uh, (laughs) We were were out there a total of five days. We fished three days. So we did the one-day solo DIY stuff, uh, and then we had two floats. Um, on the one day, we floated the Madison with uh, a gentleman, John Kirk, out of, he has his own um, outfitter business, but we got connected to him through Madison River Fishing Company out of Pennis. Yes. Um, and then, P. yeah, Silent P. And, if it makes uh, you uncomfortable, you can say Pennis. Okay. Penicillin. Uh, and then we did a float with Grant out of RF Outfitters uh, on a super secret special river that I can't talk about that I can oh, guarantee yeah. you that Mark hasn't fished. And uh, I'm just going to say Oh, what it. the hell? 
I think Grant likes us better, Mark. Because he took us there and he said that he wasn't going to take us there. So. Well, you know what? That's because you that's because you pay and I don't. Well, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a but, really uh, awesome dude, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, did so you guys do like any touristy stuff on your days off of fishing that was uh, something worth a story or two? Museum of the Rockies, I'm, maybe? Unfortunately, not. We were we were there on a mission for uh, mission yeah. for fishing and the football game. And uh, you know, we on the last episode we kicked around getting uh, you know public in person comment from that company down in the Twin Bridges area, but uh, right, <laughs> we we advised against it. You know, wanted to keep my legal status in Montana intact. Uh, right. Although I did get told from a, a very devout listener that, you know, they know the, the sheriff in the county of that town and they'd have had me, you know, free and clear of charges within the hour. So I was a little tempted, oh. but it just, nice. my, my, yep. that's right. My eyes were focused on the fishing. So, so you know, I can I, get their rods anywhere, like Costco. That's right. <laughs> my my biggest question, uh, and this is like, I mean, just look at me. Uh, food's an important component of a road trip to me. Yes. Uh, yeah. Did you guys like have like a big fucking honking steak one night, or God forbid, like an elk steak or anything like epic like that? We did have steak. So we went to, we were staying in Four Corners area, which is just technically outside of Bozeman, but whatever. Um, it's actually where Sims is. So whenever you see Bozeman and Sims' shit, they need to cross it out and put Four Corners officially. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> we went down to Gallatin Gateway, and I have to look yeah. up the name, but it's, uh, the woman's name, I think it's Stacy's, and the the billboard and the ad is like Stacy's, a old fashioned country bar, and okay. and so we're like, yeah, let's let's go down there for uh, for food one of the nights. So we stroll in, and it sure as shit is the old country style with cowboys looking around country music playing on and i mean there wasn't cowboy hats but if i had walked in in boots and jeans i'd have been a little scared oh (laughs) yeah they they they, these these are the guys that were like that are still in the the cattle district of bozeman or the outskirts and this is just where they go to (laughs) to drink so and uh i ended up grabbing a steak and it was top notch um, so if you like the old school, old bar, you know, you know, um, live music, country bar feel, I'd highly recommend uh-huh. Stacy's down in Gallatin Gateway. I think it's Stacy's, but I could be wrong. Yeah, that sounds, so. that sounds like my wheelhouse right there. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, it was an experience. And the live band, I mean, they kicked ass, they could be. They could play with anybody down there in Nashville, so. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, they're really doing it. So. 
So yeah, um, fishing on the two guided trips was really good. Uh, we both caught mm -hmm. some pretty, pretty good sized fish. Um, and then my dad ended up losing. Hey, Daisy. Mm -hmm. Little squeaky hinges are little. Yeah, she's she's got a little squeak in the hinges Hi, for sure. It's my anti-theft program. Marcus and Larry say hello. Hello. To be fair, I oh, said the wow. hinges were squeaky, not, not you. Well, you Fuck didn't. Me, right? Then. Sorry, Jameson is too. Look, we're doing damage control. So, did you catch any 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 buttery browns? My dad had the ticket on the Browns the entire trip. Oh, I was catching nice. rainbows, and he was catching just some pretty good-sized Browns. I, I don't know if I'd call them butter. You know, I don't know if they were <laughs> classified butter, but uh, they were there were some good-sized ones. And I, I caught a couple, but he had their money. And on the float with Grant, we were throwing hopper droppers along the shoreline. Mm. And sure enough, he hooked into a stud, the, the biggest brown trout I had ever seen. Nice. And, you know, fought it, fought it, fought it. Grant was giving him directions and <laughs> about mm, five minutes into the fight, heartbreak, as it yeah. just made a run. Dad hadn't put it on the reel yet. I don't know if he oh, pointed wow. the rod to him or just tried to give too much resistance, but that that fly that the fish was on, the knot gave, and there he was gone. And I knew it exactly when it happened. Grant looked at me and was just like, oh, man, <laughs> that one's going to haunt <laughs> all of us for a little while. Yeah. What about, uh, so. did you get any, any sweet cutties or cut bows? I don't think so. I don't know. I, I'm not an expert in the Cuddy Rain Brown department. Um, Salmonoids? To, no, no grayling. Um, I did catch a sucker. Nice, nice uh, Rocky Mountain boner. Rocky Mountain boner. So, but, uh, but yeah, all in all, it was a great trip. I think we caught, you know, a good pile of, of decent fish and Nothing huge, no 36-inch brown trout, Ben. Uh, but, you know, we're, we're not pros, and we're not huge like that, I guess. So, um, but yeah, it was a great trip. Love trout fishing. It definitely, definitely can understand after being there why people like Bozeman and like that area. So I'll definitely be back and, uh, you know, Unfortunately, the old man was lucky enough that he got to stay out there uh, and fish for a whole nother week because he had some fraternity brothers in town. And oh, always so do a, the, uh, wedding circuit right now, right? Yes. Yeah, I had to fly back for a wedding. So this is part of my world travels. I flew wow. flew back from Bozeman to Tampa to then drive down to Sarasota for a wedding. Um, and then, uh, then made the move. The day after the wedding, went and loaded up stuff, and then headed north to Greenville, where we now currently preside. Mm -hmm. gotcha. so, okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. what are your initial impressions 
I really like it so far, even though we haven't really explored. I've been close to downtown, but I haven't been in downtown. We're not in downtown proper this time. We're kind of on the, the north side of town. Um, okay. Our apartment complex is nice. The area is nice. We have a pond with bass in it that I've been yeah, trying to go and fish. Yeah. And I know that there's at least one other guy that's a fly fisherman because he's got the look at me. I'm a fly fisherman rod vault on his roof on his raft four. So I haven't slipped stickers yet. Do it on the down Stealthy. No. No, I haven't I haven't made initial contact yet. I'm waiting for the right time. Okay. Yeah. So. At, the, at the mailbox maybe. Mm-hmm. Oh, excuse me. Is this your sticker that you dropped? <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, bud. I think you dropped this. <laughs> yeah. There you so. go. Wait a second. I recognize your voice. You're that football player. <laughs> no. Nope. Not me. Couldn't be. Thanks. You must have me Thanks. confused, September the 22nd was that Friday, so the 23rd would have been that Saturday. Okay. Oh, okay. So we, so we, we, we started our, I think I flew in on that Friday, the 21st, into Reagan National, and Marcus picked me up, and we went down to, uh, District Angling, and our boy Richie was not there. No. Uh, Grizz was holding down the fort, and uh, shortly after we got there, Rich called and said, hey, I'm on the way. Do you guys want pizza? And we are like, heck yeah. Hell yeah. So like four hours later, <laughs> he showed up with some pizza. <laughs> Joking. But it did take a little while, but you know, traffic is so uh, we actually stayed right to the right when they were closing down. Oh yeah, yeah. and uh, just you know did our normal loafing, catching up the bridge, hanging out. Um, the following day, Saturday, was when the uh, that storm, the tropical storm that came up and like came through the. You know, mid-Atlantic coast started mm -hmm. coming in and uh, affecting the D.C. area with uh, 10 to 15 mile per hour breezes <laughs> and light rain. And, uh, you know, school was out because <laughs> it's Saturday. Um, but uh, we just hung out and, uh, like, we went, where were we? What, what port did we go to? 
Belvoir. Went to Fort Belvoir. Yeah. And uh, I got to go to the base exchange. That was pretty neat, you know. Did you get any good uh, finds? No, no. Um, it was pretty mission specific. Yeah, pretty mission specific. Mm. Uh, Looked around, no great deals. Yeah, nothing like you can live without, even though it would have been like tax free and all that stuff. And Marcus had bought it for me. Um, and then uh, we went to a little sushi and ramen joint mm-hmm. going around the corner, just off, off base. And uh, it was actually for being, uh, you know, 300 miles from the coast. Uh, yeah, pretty darn good uh, with the sushi, mm. and then uh, the ramen was uh, tasty, with the exception the uh, the pork was a little. It was like dry, yeah. Uh, so that, that was in there, uh, but otherwise good flavor. We enjoyed our meal. Uh, hung out that evening with Mark and his in-laws. Kid that was working the, the counter. Uh, it was kind of funny. 
it was almost like everybody showed up at the fly shop because when we walked in there was like maybe one person there and like within five or ten minutes it was like full house and uh we were all obviously going to be fishing the same creek which there's plenty of room uh, and uh he was like all right so i have i'll do this one time everybody come over here yeah.
communal. A communal telephone. And it looks, and, and Craig was like, okay, have you seen what you think probably is an outhouse um, in a field near one of the farmhouses? I'm like, yep, absolutely. He's like, look at it a little closer next time. You're going to see a telephone wire going to it. That's the community telephone booth. And inside of it, they literally have like an answering machine. <laughs> so, like, when you leave a message, you've got to leave a message and say who it's for because they all share the same answering machine. It's, it, it was yeah. it, it was super interesting. It was a cultural experience. Oh, yeah. We really enjoyed. Um, did he, did he have, happen to have that phone number handy for one of oh. those shared communal phones? <laughs> no, I got to imagine. You could make some pretty so, darn good crank calls on one of those things. So, we did when we did our tourist bay, and we're going around to different valleys. We stopped in a a dry goods store. Uh, there was no power. Um, two young ladies working, and uh, an old older woman who had self-described fat fingers. <laughs> they have their own. Uh, oh yeah, Pennsylvania Dutch. Yeah, the language that they would speak. Yeah, um, and they were speaking it in there. Oh yeah, I'm sure they're like, look at the two dipshits that just came in. What they're here for? So they have over in their book section telephone books. You know, one for the Lancaster, Pennsylvania Amish. One for the wherever, you know, these Amish districts. So we, I could have bought a telephone book and we could have tried these numbers, but I'll bet you we can get it on Amazon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. So I'm sure also nobody answers. Like, they call and leave a message, but then they no, call you no, back. No, no, no. No, they're busy out, they're busy out working. Yeah. No, they're not sitting waiting on the monitoring. I can assure you that. Oh, so let's back up. So when we had our fine Italian dining experience, oh, oh yeah, that was in Milheim, which was a couple of miles away from where we were staying in Coburg. Um, as we were coming out, and, and we included part of it in one of our reels, but you didn't, you didn't get the full flavor of it, I don't believe, because um, the way that we put that together. They have a volunteer fire department, and... So when a call comes in, they actually have like one of those like tornado sirens. And that thing wails for like yeah. a minute, two minutes. And it's, and you know, it's, it's this, the topography where we were is this big, wide valley. And so, you know, the sound has, you know, probably traveled miles. And, um, we had just finished eating. We were walking out of the restaurant, and the, the siren starts going on, calling all the fire, you know, let the firefighters at the volunteer fire department know that it was time for the show business. <laughs> and um, from past experience up there with why it was going to uh, Woodward, I had always, I, I already knew that uh, even the Amish uh, participate in fire service up there in the volunteer fire uh, stuff. And the thing about it is the Amish will show up to the firehouse, but they have to wait for 
were somebody the English English and English is anybody that's non Amish. It doesn't matter what color they are, where they're from. You could be Pakistani, you're English. Yep. Um, so they, they have to wait on one of the English that has a driver's license that can actually drive the fire truck to get there. And so you know, the, the alarm goes off. Mark and I stand on the curb out in front of the restaurant. We're like, dude, this is going to be overwhelming, you know. And so the Amish also, in addition to riding like a horse and buggy, have these Amish scooters. Yeah. Um, they're like a giant uh, razor scooter. Um, and sure as shit, man, within like three or four minutes from like middle behind the center of town is like at the bottom of a long steep hill. Mm-hmm. This dude comes down the hill on his scooter. Doing at least 30 <laughs> miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> Ears in back, like shitting it and getting it. And his was, scooter, was the hat undisturbed? They, nope. The hat was actually on and the handlebars. Like it was off. So oh, okay. you get like the full tuck. Aerodynamic. Aerodynamic. And wow. He, had on the scooter <laughs> LED strobe lights, red and blue. Like, get the fuck out of the way. The scooter means business. Yep. I'm on the way to a fire, fuckers. And there's one of the shop owners at that crossroads that when that fire alarm goes off, he goes and puts on like a traffic vest. And he's English. Um, and he goes out and like manually like stops traffic. So that as the Amish are coming in or a volunteer fire department guy is coming in, um, they'll, like, stop traffic so they can get, like, through to the uh, fire station. And uh, we were talking to him, and he's like, man, it's taking out everybody a while to get here today. It's a little bit of a slow response. And uh, we ended up, I think, uh, two English guys showed up and a couple of Amish fellas showed up on scooters. And uh, they rolled the fire truck, and off they went. You know, yep. I didn't hear what no. know, what it was all about, but uh, it was just neat, man. Like seeing that kind of stuff. Like we had an insanely cool cultural experience yep. in Pennsylvania. Out in, in addition to you know a lot of fun fishing. So it was a side of America that I never saw. Yeah, yeah. It being Mark's first time up yeah. there, it was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, we went down uh, that little donut shop, Jamie's oh, Donuts. Um, we happened to see an Amish lady, uh, and we found out firsthand with our own eyeballs what it means to be a mule, like, like a mule. Um, oh, yeah. She absolutely was given a mule team <laughs> with a fucking stick, just beating the living shit out of them. Yelling at, yelling at him, and, and I looked at Mark and I said, "That right there is why mules kick and kill people. You know those mules are like that bitch gets me even <laughs> close and I'm knocking her out." Jeez. Oh yeah, yeah, pretty crazy. Um, so um, the that the. Day that we went out and did like the donut shop, and then we went up uh, on top of uh, in Patty's, Pope Patty. Patty, Pope Patty State Park, 
State Forest uh, was that overlook where we went up. Um, and we went up there, and it was cool because we're, like, looking down and over top of the creek where we had been fishing from, like, you know, probably a 1,000 feet above it on a, on a cliff. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I, I busted my knee up a little bit, so we didn't fish that day. But, you know, the water was still high. Um, it was one of, you know, we had enough fishing by that point anyway. And, um, you know, in the evenings, a couple of evenings, Craig was able to come over and hang out with us. And, you know, we were, you know, of course, hitting him with every question we could think of about, you know, the Amish culture. Yeah. And up there. And, um, <laughs> I did get one of those sweet hats. Yeah, our handmade straw hat. That's, that's where fat fingers comes from. Yeah. So Mark mounted the traditional Schwartz and Truber. Schwartz and Truber <laughs> style. You can also tell the Amish by their hat what okay. uh, clan <laughs> they're from. And uh, Mark wanted the most conservative traditional yes. Schwartz and Truber. And so when we went to that dry goods store, they had a selection of hats. Martin selected his hat. All handmade. Hand, hand, handmade. And uh, he wanted the black silk band around it, which is extra. Yep. And so he pulls it off, and, and you know, we go over, and probably usually the young lady is Because <laughs> we were like, uh, what size is Yeah, exactly. So from there, we obviously hit the road. And, uh, 
knees are on down to Tennessee for a few days. Oh yeah, home away from home. We uh, we did uh, not fish the South Holston uh, this time of year. They were generating from 1 a.m. till midnight <laughs> every day. Wow. You got that hour for mousing in the middle of the night. You guys could have gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, we weren't able to set the alarm for that. Uh, yeah, do that. But uh, yeah, we could have, I suppose. Uh, we did. We did get out, and uh, we. You guys have fished it with us before. Uh, the Beaver Dam Creek up in uh, mm-hmm. Shady Valley. But we also fished, um, prior to going up there, we fished um, Stony Creek, Stony, uh, outside of Elizabeth. And uh, we actually did pretty good we did. in Stony Creek. Oh, yeah. Uh, a lot of brook trout. A lot yeah. of brook trout here. Uh, we went from one extreme to the other. Uh, Pennsylvania, we had twice as much water as we needed. Yep. In Tennessee, it was really low water, low flow, because they haven't really had rain of any significant amount in about a month. Uh, so, you know, if we were given enough time, we could have probably found where, like, some of the deeper pools were and got into some fish that were a little bit bigger uh, by rookie standards. But we still, nonetheless, found plenty of little guys that were willing to play. Oh, yeah. And it was all, like... Jameson, you'll appreciate this. All dry fly fishing. Yep. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, we had been fun. Um, I think the first day we were in town before we had fished, we uh, basically pulled an entire shift uh, up the fly box. We did. Uh, we got there you know, <laughs> mid morning, and basically they were like ready for us to leave. So I think we closed uh, at the end of the day. Um, Mark and I went by, and Mark got to uh, eat at the Delta Blues. Oh, mm, good choice. Yes, solid choice. Uh, definitely number one on my my chicken wing list. I was kind of disappointed in myself that I ordered a six piece and a mediocre pulled pork sandwich. Should have listened to Larry and got just gone with the ten piece smoked wing. Yeah, but. Yeah, we both of us kind of influenced each other. He was like, well, I think I'm going to get like six wings and a sandwich. And I was like, you know what? That's not a bad idea. So he got the pork sandwich, and I got the sliced brisket sandwich. And when we were both finished, we were both like, fuck, we should have just got wings. Yeah. Because my brisket was dry, just not good. I mean, it was okay, but it just wasn't good brisket. Um, and uh, Sunday, yesterday, we uh, what the is that the fire alarm? The fire no, alarm? that's then your wife's your dinner's ready. Rings. Oh, oh, okay, <laughs> must be nice. So, uh, we uh, yesterday we oh. actually had Clyde. Uh, we uncovered Clyde and uh, took Clyde out and about for the day just to exercise the alternator and charge up the battery and 
you know, just keep Clyde moving. Uh, Marcus did a little bit of uh, yeah, a little bit of work in the uh, interior of Clyde, just trying to spruce him up a little bit. And uh, we went down, checked out the weir since the water's been running, you know, and the river is like chin clear, just the, the flow is like really just like has the river at a really nice level, yeah, for like you know, for your viewing pleasure. It's a little too much water to wade in, but. Nonetheless, mm, do we lose those boys? Uh, last night, and, uh, we got uh, oh, back. Johnny Briscoe's. We uh, we lost you, Larry, when you said that we lost you when you're talking about how clear the water was. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, just the water was super clear, just uh, makes the river really pretty as you're driving along on uh. You know, the, some of the roads are right alongside the river. It looks just, just gin clear. Yeah, it looked fishy AF. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and then uh, my buddy Scott came over on Sunday afternoon. We uh, did a little bit of uh, chores around the house. Scotty came over and helped uh, do some electrical work that we needed to do. And then we went out and had job. Uh, yeah, Johnny Bruce Johnny's pizza. Pizza. Uh, And then uh, here we are now. Yeah. Uh, 95. Headed southbound. We're here closing rapidly on the. We did have a lot of quality time with Howard. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Oh, oh. Uh, some good stories. Really good oh. stories. Really good stories. <laughs> and uh, we. Uh, Felt like it was appropriate because of the help of the summer that he has uh, given us with Club Yep. We uh, gifted him a hat this morning. Uh, and one of the, uh, it's mullet, or that was mullet hats. And so um, we left him today and he was out with a chop of corn, big, big tractor. Uh, when he hopped out, he didn't have a hat on. So we were like, hey, bud, where's your hat? Obviously, understand the reference, or did you have to explain it to him? No, no, I, I did. Yeah. He understood yeah. it. He didn't think to ask. No, nope. yeah. he likes he likes a good ball cap, so we gave him a good ball. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I saw the photo yeah. and I was like, I like it. Um, yesterday, when we were leaving to go get pizza, we Following Scott down the driveway, Scott like stops in front of oh. his old house and, his, and points out the window into the thicket. Jameson house was. Oh. And when we and then pulls on up, when we pull down there and stop where he had pulled away and looked where he had pointed, Jameson, there is a monster. Oh. Yeah. Monster. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> tall. Yeah. 
tall, wide, thick fucking rack on that master. Well, good. Hope he's, uh, hope he's, you know, eating, eating well and spreading the love. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's spreading the love. <laughs> he's definitely slinging it. Marcus uh, had the opportunity on this trip to uh, feed the, feed the uh, Holsteins. The Holsteins there at the fence, there at the corner of the yard. Marcus got fed. Yeah. Got a little too close with a finger, or? Uh, no, I actually ran out of corn stalk, and uh, my hand smelled like it, I guess. And out mm. came that big old nasty tongue, and like pulled my <laughs> hand in. <laughs> a little, a little nibble. You know, can't bite. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, that's that's been what we've been up to yeah. the last. Seven to ten days, whatever it's been. Yep. Well, it sounds like a once in a lifetime trip for sure. You guys have been all over the place. You guys have been more, more oh, no, places we're, than we're, we're doing it again. We're doing it again. It's yeah. not going to be once in a lifetime. We're going to do it again for sure. Maybe somewhere else. <laughs> then back to your Ben, anything new with you, buddy? Not, not a whole lot. Um, did a little gardening this morning. Um, I had some plumeria that were, they're in like a really good fertile spot, so they're the arms are growing out farther than it can like support itself. So I had to pick them off the ground and and just some weeding that's gotten out of hand, and then mostly just work Dude, stuff. Yeah, did you did you happen to see the uh, latest release? Of uh, yes, but I don't know what you're talking about. The uh, U- UCS. Um, it's a Clone Wars ship. Oh, the Venator. Yes, it came out yesterday. Yes. Um, Seven hundred dollars. The. I will not be partaking, even though I've wanted one for a no. while, but they're just too rich for my blood. Yeah. Yeah. So, Ben, there's a rumor flying about that there's a new Lego store opening. Yeah. So, there is a, um, it's called Florida Man Toys, and it is a Lego <laughs> store in, what's the mall in... Like Sanford, Altamont area. Uh, well, there is a mall in Altamont and Sanford. So <laughs> one is called the Altamont Mall and one is called the Sanford Mall. Um, hang on, I'm fact checking myself real quick. I think it's, it's in also the Mall of Millennium, right? The, off I, no, I it's four. not that one. It's the. I think it's the Sanford one. I think Mall of Millennium would be too bougie for a Florida man toys. <laughs> well, malls are down, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, they are. At the Seminole Town Center? Yeah, okay. Um, no, it just opened Saturday. Um, oh. 
It just opened Saturday. It was actually pretty cool. They had 25% off all boxed sets um, for Saturday and Sunday only. So naturally, I did not take advantage of that deal. Um, <laughs> just too much going on. The weather was nasty all weekend. Um, so I didn't go, but I know Marcus and I are going to plan a little road trip to go check that out. Um Nerd trip. <laughs> yeah, the I do need to go to the actual Lego store um, in Jacksonville this week. The uh, we have a little like they come out with like a winter themed set every year for Christmas, and they just dropped that. So I need that for my Lego Christmas Village. Um, so that's about it. No fishing, no... I thought you went camping in Fort Wilderness. Yeah. We did go camping in Fort Wilderness. That was fun. I don't know that I'd call it camping. Um, we had camping. a cabin. Um, and took the truck and the bikes over to the old Disney bubble. And the cabin's rocking, don't come Yeah, exactly. Um, but the... Uh, <laughs> Had a good time. Went to Disney on Friday. Daisy had like two free comp tickets left from when she used to work there. So went and rode the Neutron roller coaster, which was pretty cool. Um, rode Did that just replace, a... uh, Splash Mountain or something? No, it's it's just new. No. They're, it, they're working on the replacement for Splash Mountain. That's going to take a while. Um, okay. Went and did some Star Wars rides, a couple other things, uh, ate some decent food. What would be your favorite ride at the Star Wars? Um, what is it called? Uh, Galaxy's, Galaxy's Edge. Galaxy's Edge on the planet Batu. Um, which is from the extended universe books. Um, but that's neither here nor there. The they're not in the movies. The kind of hard to say on the favorite ride. Right, I'm not a big fan of the 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 prequel sequels with like Ray and Kylo Ren. Like I'll watch them, but I, I don't ever like sit there and like be like, you know, it sounds really good. I should watch this one again. Um, so none of those characters are super great. I like the Millennium Falcon ride. I think that's pretty fun. Um, except when you get terrible pilots and you just crash a lot. Um, but Rise of the Resistance is pretty cool. The mechanics are pretty neat, the way they set it up, the way they move you around. From, like, an engineering standpoint, I can definitely appreciate the hoops they jump through. Imagineer. Yeah, they are Imagineers. Um, that is the biblically correct term for those group of a-holes. Did you build your own lightsaber? No, I can't. I can't justify spending that kind of money on building robots and lightsabers. The I, I wish I could. It's did just, you go to the Big Bear Jamboree? Absolutely, oh, yeah. we did. The, so the Country Bear Jamboree is my wife's probably favorite Disney World attraction of all time. Um, and it is so racist. Do you, do you like to sing along chat? <laughs> I don't, but Daisy does sing along. She claps. She 
if they would let her be one of the bears, she could. She knows the words to every song. I was literally watching this trip, and my jaw was on the floor. I was impressed. She just. What songs? Certainly, it's been recent enough that you remember some of the songs. Uh, not for. There's. The there's these three. Is it the? There's like different. I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of songs and they like kind of jump around. Some of them are like forty five seconds long. Um, there's "Get Along, Little Old Buford," which is I think it's about a dog, <laughs> and it's got to do with their like. Uh-huh. I'm getting the eye rolls and the no, you're getting it wrong. Come in, come in. You've been invited. Come on. <laughs> Referring to is Mama Don't Whoop Little Buford. I think you should shoot him instead. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, nice. They're requesting you sing a few lines like, of this. Go? They want to know how it sing goes. It? No. Yes, you can. I know you can because no, I heard you do singing. it. <laughs> okay. All right. So before Daisy steps away, she's already stepped away, but I'll bring tell her back. The truth. Tell, tell, tell the truth. He says before Daisy steps away, tell the right truth. Again? Did you look over and see Ben actually singing along a little bit too? Did you look over and see Ben singing along too with a little pixie dust my way? Sadly, no. But he did not complain about singing the Country Bears this time, so I was proud of him for that. (laughs) And that's on brownie points, fellas. Every good Country Bear takes little baby steps. In the right direction. Yeah. Correct. Um, there is the only line I can think of is I don't know, remember the bear's name. It's one of the girls, and she's got some song about um, she apparently just can never get who she wants, and it says like every guy that turns me on turns me down, and that's the only <laughs> oh, line I can remember. Um, the, the tragic news out of all this that I think we found out. W- the same day was that they're closing the jamboree down and they're re no, they're not re-theming it, but they're making them, I think they're basically making them sing like Disney songs now and they're getting rid of their whole spiel. Um, they're getting rid of the classic. Are they making them black bears now? Because they don't yeah, think you racist. should shoot little Buford. So yeah. kind of shocked it lasted as long as it did, if I'm honest. Um, they shot old Yeller at yeah, they sure did. We turned out okay. Yep. Um, the Pyle family is for sure in mourning. Um, the in-laws are grieved deeply. They're going to miss it. Um, not surprising. They start a petition. Yeah, they probably will. Um, so the we get done with Disney, and we actually ended our day a little early. We got kind of tired of walking around. And got back in time because Daisy wanted to go to... We, we didn't have room in the couple days we were there to do it till we decided to come home early to go to Chippendale's Campfire Sing-Along. Um, oh! You mean the male dancers? No, no, not those Chippendales. Um, the Chipmunks. Oh, the Chipmunks. <laughs> yeah, Daisy says, this is a family show. Um... <laughs> So, we stayed for that for a little bit, 
And then it was a lot more like talking than singing, so we kind of left pretty quick. Um, I, the whole time, was trying to convince Daisy to get a pack of hot dogs or a s'mores kit and like, let's make s'mores together. Let's do something kind of... And she was not... And she said, I'm not hungry. I'm not into it. And then like 10 minutes later, she's like... Yeah, yeah, exactly. We tried to emulate it, and that didn't happen. And then she said, I'm hungry. Let's go get food. So we left the good fire and the hot dogs and the s'more kits and drove to, I want to call it Crockett's Tavern or something, um, and had some pretty good food at the bar. Um, Did we have drinks? No. No, we were too tired. But I don't know. We had some good food and drinks all weekend. What? but did that, went back to the cabin, woke up the next day, Saturday, what did we do Saturday, babe? Putt-putt. We went and played putt-putt. We won. Okay. So my siblings and I have a trophy that every time you win, you have to add yes. something to it. Yes. Yes. So we actually won for the first time since creating the trophy um, by, I think, one point. So one stroke and won the trophy, celebrated, went back, had some more. I don't know where we ate that time. Woke up the next day and oh, we had ale and compass. I'm sorry, I'm getting the look. I should remember this. Um, it's like an anniversary, but more important because it was at Disney World. Um, we went to ale and compass, <laughs> had some good food, dressed up a little bit, came back. Next day, went to Fort Wilderness Lodge and went to, I don't know, something Canyon restaurant. That's really, it was pretty good. Um, it's just kind of like family. Oh, you went to the Wilderness Lodge? Yeah. Yeah. We went there for breakfast. And, um, oh, you're there for breakfast. There's a, it's called Artist Point, is a restaurant there. And you can get like wild game. Um, oh, for, uh, like you can get like elk steak. Oh heck yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I'll add that they next time. Um we just yeah. went for breakfast. It was like a family also, skill thing you like. Yeah, I think the we're actually gonna take the camper like next fall. And go for, like, four days just camping. No actual Disney World, just the camping portion of it. Um, we'll see. Um, that's the plan, though. And then then that was about it. Came home, got the dog. He was happy to see us. And the, Yeah, that's about it. That's all I can think of, fellas, in the Disney World adventure. Um, Tron was really fun. They kind of like make you lean into it like you're on an actual motorcycle, so you kind of get to fake it till you make it. Bring it. You have some flashbacks of your biker days. Yeah, I, I like miss a bike like point zero zero five percent of the time. Okay. The um, I have been. Since we've been recording, I have been doing some uh, R&D for the Dingy Derby by drinking one of these athletic, light, non-alcoholic brews. These are pretty good. Yeah, man. Yeah, I love those things. Yeah, that's probably going to be my uh, 
my drink of choice for this year's Derby. I agree. You know, um, speaking of the Derby, Ben, you and I need to get out. Um, we're going to, for all of y'all that are listening, when it comes to the Dingy Derby, we're actually going to change the format a bit. Um, there's only going to be three stops this year at the Derby. Uh, the first two stops, you're going to get two chips per stop. And then at the final stop, if you pick that fifth chip, we'll be able to record your score right then and there. And then that third stop is obviously going to be in the seating bar out in front of JB's. And we're just going to, like, move everything along pretty quick so that we're all just on the same seating bar and spend, like, less time, you know, disrupting what's going on and just more staked out having a good time and uh, for those of you that haven't paid really close attention the thingy before the dinghy uh, obviously includes a film tour uh, that I have for but uh, even though it'll be a, an evening meal that you know probably gets done at 9 30 10 o'clock at night don't you fret it's when we fall back an hour, so the dinghy derby will be fresh because you'll get an extra hour of sleep. Yeah, really nice. Um, so um, get out there, get your tickets bought. Fifteen bucks for the dinghy for the dinghy. Hundred um, percent of that fifteen dollars is going to Marine Discovery Center, and you know. Even if you're living in New Mexico, um, if you listen to the show and you're like, man, it's the fifth year these knuckleheads have been doing this. I'd really like to see them raise a heck of a lot of money for NBC this year, especially since it's NBC's 25th anniversary. Just buy a ticket. I mean, just because you're not going, it's just, you're going to blow 15 bucks on a coffee and a fucking croissant sometime this week. Why not make it count and send it towards NBC? Exactly. 100%. Jameson, are you going to be able to make it down to the Derby this year? Uh, I will do everything in my power to. I, I believe that I will be. Um, nice. Good. But I, I cannot 100% guarantee that I will be, but yeah, I, no, I'm like 99, 90% sure. All right, good deal. It's, it's already in the plans. Don't worry. I circle that weekend every year. All right. Well, uh, anybody got anything else to, to talk about? It's, uh, it's starting to get dark in yeah. the interstate, and uh, we're going to probably run out of battery here on most of our lavaliers and smells the suit anyway. Yep. Uh, if, uh, if you guys enjoyed uh, coming along on the road trip for this <laughs> special edition podcast, please comment, let us know. Yeah. Or if it's a shitty idea, tell us that too. We will never do it again until we decide we want yep. to. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, if any of our listeners out there in South Carolina want to meet up or hang out or go fish, I am 
now firmly planted in Greenville and I'm not running out of there like I did Knoxville. Uh, so give me a shout on the old Instagram. Or you can find him on the, uh, the Tumblr or Bumbler under nope, Top none, Jamie. None of those. <laughs> Jamie. I'm a taken man. Oh, Hot before we, dog. Before we get off the show, uh, you know, uh, when we were traveling between Pennsylvania and uh, Tennessee and we were doing the uh, we're on the road, uh, ask us questions on Instagram. Somebody asked, you know, how I thought Tennessee was going to do. Um, I think we did okay. Uh, so, all you talk to me, yeah, up for last nice talks. yeah, all you talk to me is, uh, got you one last year, but, uh, this year was, uh, quite nice in the blacked out music stadium, so, uh, thank you for that. It's almost like one of this Or the Super Bowl. Or the Super Bowl. That's what they mean. It's like Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's why they were saying we're going to Disney World after that. Okay. Um, it's okay. It's like, hey, uh, there's been some real heavy hitters uh, pulling the trigger over in Rondons. Uh, thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, you guys buy stuff and use the discount code Taylor20. You save 20%, even on sale items. Uh, it does not apply to waiters or boots. Uh, maybe it applies to me, but I know it doesn't modify the waiters. Uh, we get a little taste of that uh, to help us keep the traveling going and the podcast paid up, hosting, and, you know, just the normal stuff that, that it takes to keep this thing rolling. Yeah. We appreciate you for that. Uh, don't forget, if you're in the market for uh, a new broad vault, uh, we would highly recommend that you carefully consider a river smith, uh, whether it's a river quiver or a shortcut river quiver. Uh, we can mm-hmm. hook you up and help you out with a 20% discount there. Uh, he's got a messages for that. So uh, we appreciate yep. uh, support. And, uh, you know, we're always available on uh, Instagram. Send a buck or two to add salt pump, and it goes right into the uh, till for the podcast. And uh, other than that, we're hoping to see as many of you all as absolutely possible. This year's Dingy Derby theme for the Dingy is going to be the fifth year we've done it. And uh, we really want to make a big statement in how much the Lagoon means to everybody.
and Jimmy up in Alaska is offering a two-person uh, excursion in the Cessna out to uh, a National Forest Service cabin for uh, a trip out of Ketchikan. You've got Jonathan and Flybox is going to take you on a day-long float and lunch. Craig uh, Coburn at yep. Coburn on the Creek is donating a two-night stay there. Um, and I'll be honest with you, with that, you need to go up there and stay like four or five yeah. days and just like use those two free days like a mega discount for what you're doing because uh, it, it's really beautiful. Oh, very country and great fishing. So. Um, We've got another couple of uh, trips and commitments from some other folks. Uh, may have something working up in Charleston uh, for some flood tide fishing. Hopefully, all right, fellas, all of us at the same time, cross our fingers. Hopefully, there's some watermen uh, locally that see value in raising money for uh, the nonprofit that does the most work needs to be wet. The last 25 years, and we'll see some uh, trips being donated for some more trips to the lagoon. Yeah, uh, from some of our local guides. Uh, I can tell yeah. you that uh, last year's winners who uh, went out with Tanner mm-hmm. and uh, oh God, uh, Owen, Owen, <laughs> uh, specifically with Owen. Uh, Captain Guy, who actually works at Green Discovery Center, went out with Owen about three weeks ago, had nothing but rave reviews, which of course we knew would happen because Owen kicks ass, and was super stoked to be able to go out in that type of situation and see just how the lagoon is doing, jump deep into the backcountry on a skip, and get a wonderful time so uh if you're listening to the podcast and you're a local captain and you want to do a half day or a full day to get auctioned off in the uh or not auctioned but put in the raffle uh that's how we make a lot of the donation is raffle ticket sales and we're big on experiences yeah so uh you know if people can experience the lagoon they typically fall in love with it, just like all of us. And uh, for those of you that are, oh, I don't know, um, more into the celebrity side of things, come to the thingy before the dinghy and meet the huge fly fishermen in person. Yeah. They'll be in town. They'll be there. They'll be signing autographs. Yep. This is an opportunity to meet a real YouTube celebrity in the fly fishing space. I mean, he's just been to us. Right. But, uh, huge to everyone else. Huge to everyone else. So, uh, I guess that's all I'm going to babble about. Uh, we'll hopefully do one more podcast before the Dingy Derby weekend. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Marcus yes. is headed to... Uh, Flamingo at the Flamingo. So if you haven't seen Marcus yeah. in the park, stop him, say hi. Say hi. Tell him where the fish are biting and what flies are working. Yeah. He's going to be down there celebrating his 
son's 21st birthday. Out there drinking beer with this boy. Yep. So, uh, Dang, that's awesome. Yeah. That? Yeah. So uh, until the next episode, uh, Jameson, take care of yourself up in Greenville. Uh, and uh, I will hear some words from you that uh, yeah. the folks there in the uh, have you figured it out yet? You're not in the low country, you're in the uh, upstate, upstate, upstate. That's hear, right, on the Uper. I want to hear some good <laughs> reports about the upstate folks and how they compare to the absolute red carpet treatment you got in East Tennessee. In East Tennessee. The the Knoxville folks laid it out. It's gonna be pretty tough to beat, but I I have high hopes. So all right. Well we will find out on the next uh podcast. So uh hold on, we got another call coming in. We had to sorry about that. Did we lose anybody or are we still here? No, we're still here. Still got you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, thank you, everybody, for joining well, us. But, for, but, first, but, but first, Ben. Yeah. We can finally say, we can finally say, rest in peace, Tupac. For sure. We That's can. right. I have not caught all the latest the developments on that, but uh, <laughs> that's where we're at. Um, thanks everybody yeah. for joining us from West Melbourne on this week's episode of the Antique Road Show. We have found some deals, we have heard some stories <laughs> from the Amish, and we are grateful for every one of you. See you later, fellas. All right, bye bye. Side down. Now that the fellas are gone, I thought we'd take a minute to, uh, just pay a little homage to those country bears by seeing a couple lines of Mama Don't Whoop, Little Buford. I had to pull up the lyrics. It goes, Mama don't whoop, Little Buford. Mama don't pound on his head. Mama don't whoop, Little Buford. I think you should shoot him instead. And that is my best country bear accent. Thank you, guys. Talk to you on the next one.